Welcome to Being Mrs. S, Forever Newly Wed, a podcast for the self-assured woman. I'll be talking about my life as a married woman. There will be some tea, plenty of shade, my views about world events, and sometimes me just plain devil's advocate. So, let's get into it. The hair pulling event of the century. Get a load of this mess. Pretend to be asleep when I'm about to leave. Uh, like, yeah. I told Chris, me and Chris, we always gonna be partners. Well, you wanna say you got kids, so just whatever. I'm mom shaking when you're not a mom. It is mom shaking. She just looks so hateful. Slapping her in her head. Thank God for that table between them. This is ridiculous. Now she's bleeding. She did not want to let her go. Carrie is yelling, let her go. So you took the bait. So how old exactly are these ladies? I guess I should have done the research and then figured it out. But then they're definitely above 18, every single one of them. But this is the lousiest thing. I mean, this is 2020. This isn't the very first premiere episode of Real Housewives of anything. There's been how many Real Housewives franchises have opened up from one city to another. So there's certain things that are necessary to to sell the show. Um, 
And one of it is this physical altercation. I mean, it's ridiculous. It's played as old. It's disgusting. And I don't know why it was necessary for it to happen. Now, obviously, <laughs> I, I, I hope it wasn't done to you know, get everyone excited about the show or to, to stay, to, to look forward to watching it because it's not something that is attractive, but come on. I mean, oh my God. You know, Monique is maybe out of all the, the housewives, um, one of the well off ones who maybe doesn't necessarily need the show to, show that she has a comfortable life, you know, by virtue of her husband being, you know, a, uh, an athlete or whatever. So they're doing well. So I don't know that they necessarily need the, the paycheck from this show, but you would think that because you have some, you know, amount of wealth, you know, you'll, you have a stable life. You don't necessarily, you, you won't, ever fall into these these sorts of behaviors. I don't know what happened between Monique and Candace. I don't know why Monique is threatened by Candace or vice versa. I don't know what it is. I don't know why they don't get along. But this show was just despicable, was deplorable, was just was useless. Talk with your mouth, you know. Yes, you can get fresh. Candace simply said, I love Monique, but you know, <laughs> you were sleeping when I was leaving. And that was it. I don't know that she insulted her or anything. Or she says, you know what, you want to drag me now? And Monique has been threatening to drag her or drag someone for the long time. She has a volatile, you know, behavior. She just doesn't know how to keep it words for words and, and keep it moving. She's There's always someone threatening um, but Lee Hong, Candace always has something in her hands. So, <laughs> oh, little girl, it's, it's just so sad that she had to go through that. But I, I think for one, you know, when somebody uses the excuse that if you keep taunting someone, like when Portia did that with Kenya, I don't know what clause they have in these shows. I actually thought if there was any physical altercation, the, the person who did the hitting, the person who hit first gets kicked off the show. And, and I think that is a great concept and that's good to have on the show. So to so see Portia back on, on the Real Housewives of Atlanta is kind of irritating every time I see her, regardless of how pretty she is or, or I don't even know that she's, particularly interesting for that show but that that whole fighting thing and that was in the end of it she's been physical over and over again in and on and off the show that they still keep her there and they promote her is strange to me so obviously there's no physical altercation clause in the in the uh, contract with them but to me when it gets to that point when you can't just say, listen, you know, argue, get loud and, and live it at that. When you have to actually start putting hands on someone, pulling someone's hair, mm, I think you should be off the show. So that's my thing. I think they need to let go of Monique. I don't think she appreciates the, the platform that she has on The Real Housewives. And I think 
just her behavior is out of character. From the whole uh, lake house thing and going on and on over, you didn't join us for bonfire and, and s'mores or whatever. And then in that same environment, she's like, leave people's marriages alone. But she had a lot to say when she was talking to Ashley about Michael and things like that. Like, I, I don't understand the double standard. I don't, I don't understand who gave her the authority to talk down to her castmates and, and things like that. So this is, it was really disgusting. And I, I was just like, I cannot believe that this is what, what I'm watching. There was no need for Monique to do that. The fact that she didn't, after talking to all the different people, she talked to her husband, her husband told her she was disappointed and she did that he was disappointed. She didn't care So for her to, to feel like, and then all the, the lip show, the, whatever she was doing with the producers for her to think that she was in the right, no matter what was said to her to have hit this girl in the head continuously for her to even still run around. Like we're on an episode of Jerry Springer to chase after her. And then to top it all up saying, you know, better not have her around me. I'm going to kill her and things like that. Oh, come on. Get her off the show. I don't think that we need to see her anymore. I, she just needs to go. She's She should be gone. No. She, she was so wrong on so many levels. That episode was very interesting. I think I, I really liked Karen and her husband, uh, that lady that, the, from the radio show that they invited to talk to, her, to them. She asked really good questions. I actually really like that interaction between three of them. And that Ray would tell his wife, Karen, that um, I think I'm in love with you. Whew. It was brutal. It was honest. But uh, that, that was tough. That was tough. That was really tough. But <laughs> the biggest... You know, and then and then he has Ashley asking for a postnuptial. I don't know what that means. I I mean, you have a prenuptial. The prenuptial has agreed. I don't know what divorce laws are in the Potomac in Maryland or where are they in that area. But if you have a prenuptial that has expired, I mean, typically it means you split what you and your husband have. If there's a divorce, or I don't know. So I'm staying out of that and and. I, I don't think I want to talk about Ashley and Michael's relationship because I think they're, they're the biggest ones who they're willing to be disgusting on the show just to keep the show going or whatever. I don't think that anything Michael is doing is new to Ashley. I think they're very much aware of how they are and, and what they want out of their relationship. Everything that they're doing is just for the show, not actually, I mean, she's not upset. That's why people calling her and saying, we saw your husband here or there. It's useless. It's pointless because she, she knows what kind of man she's married to and anything goes in that relationship. So, you know, I'm, I'm moving on from them. Giselle, I'm, <laughs> Woo. Her, she's like the, she, I'm, I, I think that Everyone else is talking about, like Robin in the other episode was talking about talking to someone before she got married. She 
unboxing getting married again to um, Juan. I think that's his name, yeah. Um, Karen is talking to a life, co life coach or radio show personality or what. Everyone is talking to somebody about you know, their relationships or, or their personality, their life, their, you know, things that are going on with them, trying to better themselves. And Giselle is one person that I haven't seen her talking to anyone at all about anything. For her to want to go back to a lying, cheating man after she's been divorced from him 12 years, her daughters are looking at her like, are you sure this is what you want to get into? Her father didn't attend her wedding. She calls him, sits with him, and, and is telling him that she's thinking of going back with this guy. And now, 12 years later, if she, were, she, if she wasn't an adult 12 years ago, now her father is looking at her like, this woman is a proper adult. She has three daughters. What am I going to tell her that she shouldn't already know? So he's playing along. Yes, I'll walk you down the aisle. I want whatever makes you happy. But he's just dumbfounded because they're calling it a hot mic. It was so irritating to him to sit down next to, to his daughter and this, this lying, cheating man in his eyes and sit down and smile through all that. He walked over. He was like, take this mic off me. You know, I'm done. I've, I, I've played my part, right? She, this guy is no good for her at this time. I mean, he was livid. <laughs> he was livid. And to think that this woman I mean, what are you going to do? She's an adult. She's going to make her own decisions. Um, I mean, that's all he could say to her. It, once bitten, twice shy, you know? She needs to talk to someone. I don't think any it has anything to do with this guy anymore. I think he's, he's exposed himself over and over again, the type of man he is with however many wives or, or baby mamas he has and how many kids he has. I think he's he's already, we know who he is. She needs to sit down and, and, and search her soul and think about herself and who she is and what she wants, what mistakes somebody or, or what experiences she had in her past or in her younger years that I have her making like poor choices when it comes to relationships. And I think that's what she needs to sort herself out first before she, she, I mean, she's a beautiful woman. She's pretty. Okay, her daughters are so she has kids, and you can see them, they're all beautiful. So she makes good babies. I don't know that that she should have a difficult time finding someone who is willing to be committed to her and only her and be honest with her and 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 actually give her the attention that she, and love she deserves. She's laying it on really, really thick with this Jamal guy, and um. She's like, oh, I thought you were gonna propose to me, and he's like, no, no, no. There's a lot. You're not a catch. <sighs> oh my god. Anyway, this, 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 this that that episode was very interesting. It was just, it's like, why when you see women like this, and you think, you know, there's a lot of power um, that these women. Um, possess and they allow themselves to fall into situations like this. I mean, it, it makes you wonder. So anyway, that episode was wild. I say get rid of Monique. She has no business being on that show.
Um, Giselle. <laughs> oh, goodness. Whew. I mean, I guess now they they watch, they they don't see all these other things that are going on around them while, while they're happening. They only know what they're doing in their own scene. And then now that we all get to watch the episode, it's all spliced together and things like that. I wonder if after she's seen, when she can see the expressions that this guy is making and her kids and things like that. I wonder if she thinks about all that and, and thinks, ah, I don't know, maybe this guy is not the, the best guy. He, he's the father of her three daughters and she's staying in a hotel in Atlanta for a weekend, a guy that she's dating. I mean, she's the father of her kids. Um, and they're just there for the weekend for the opening of a restaurant that he, I guess, bought for the kids and they can't stay in his house. I'm sure he has guest rooms, but she's staying in a hotel with her children why doesn't that just, it doesn't that, that's just crazy to me. Anyway, I just, whew, oh my God, what is going on? These people are ridiculous. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, that's my take on this, on this uh, episode of Real Housewives of Potomac. That mess was bananas. Uh, oh my goodness. That mess was crazy. And Candace, uh, anyway, well, let's see what happens next week. (laughs) Ah, yes. Thank you for listening. If you like what you hear, please click on the support button.